The following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. The pandemic, social unrest, the state house, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePetro Show. Good afternoon Show. on this Thursday. It is six minutes past 12 o'clock. Hi there, friend. It's John DePetro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePetro.com. I want to welcome in. Now, if you want to watch the live stream on Facebook Live, we have a temporary page we're working off, and it's uh, JD Radio. So if you go to my personal page, you can find it. And then uh, please share that you're watching. More and more people are discovering. Again, it's not permanent, but it is for, for now. So we're going to make do with that. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call Coogie today. Tell Coogie I'm looking for him. Hi there, Susan. Call him today at 732-6562. 732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call today. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Explore services. Now, if you're having a problem with your heating system, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today. As Coogie says, don't fix it. Let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Call R.E. Coogan and Heating, folks. Call them today at 401-732-6562 for all of your needs for plumbing, heating, and it could also be cooling. But certainly, hi, Kathy Santos. Plumbing, heating, and cooling, R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, and again, call them, 401-732-6562. Look for them on Facebook. Go with Coogie. Call them today. Tell them looking for them. R.E. Coogan, 732-6562. Well, right now, it's 1208 in the Ocean State. It's John DePietro. And again, we are at Veterans Auditorium. We're coming up on this stage. Those that are watching the live feed or on the radio, you can hear me knock on the stage. Coming up at... One o'clock will be the COVID briefing. Now, again, we believe it will be just Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott and incoming Governor, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee. Now, I I will try to check the latest. I don't think we have an update on Governor Mundo. I do want to talk about her state of the state last night. And I wish she was here to um, so she could answer questions about it. But the latest now, for those that are wondering... And maybe you're just putting on the radio right now. Those of you that are wondering what exactly is happening regarding Governor Mundo and also Lieutenant Governor, uh, incoming Governor, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee. I'm going to touch on this just a moment, but I just want to bring you up to speed. Governor Charlie Baker will increase the capacity limit on restaurants, gyms, and other businesses to 40% starting Monday. Now, Rhode Island should follow suit with that. Rhode Island should follow suit. The biggest focus right now seems to be vaccinations and the focus on that is certainly not the numbers. The numbers continue to be down. So that that is the latest with that. Now, as far as this uh, handing off, uh, the the handing off of Governor Mundo to incoming uh, governor, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, we are still stuck in a pattern right now. Where Governor Mundo yesterday, as many of you know, she did pass her nomination, got out of committee, but now she's waiting for a full Senate vote. Now, it does not, we don't know when exactly that is going to be. We don't know when that is going to be um, as far as exactly when the governor is going to be taking in because U.S. Senate uh, committee confirms Governor Mundo. Uh, Commerce Secretary, uncertain for the final Senate vote. Now, if it's not next week, we don't know where it is because then you come into, then you have, they take their winter break in February. They still get a February vacation. So we don't want know when that's going to be. But I want to touch on last night. Now, as many of you know, and again, right now, it's uh, 10 minutes past 12, folks. This is uh, Frank Ritchie. It's uh, John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. We also have the live stream going on Facebook. We're using a temporary page for now. It's JDRI Radio. You can find that on Facebook. But I want to get to the part. Now, we all recognize that Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, as we all know, was the first female governor in the state of Rhode Island. And that has been a big theme that she has talked about. And she was backing Hillary Clinton to be president it is interesting that if you go back to a year ago one year ago rhode island governor gina raimondo you had elizabeth warren 
in the race for president. She didn't endorse Elizabeth Warren. You had Senator Amy Klobuchar in the race for president. Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo did not endorse Senator Amy Klobuchar from Minnesota. Senator Kamala Harris, now Vice President Harris, was also in the race. Gina Raimondo did not endorse them to be president. Does that mean did she she must have endorsed Biden, right? He, I mean, he did come in twice. He came in for a roadworks project when he was vice president. No. Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo backed former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg, whose campaign basically imploded when he hit the debate stage with Elizabeth Warren taking him down brick by brick. But last night, I wish she would be here to answer these questions. Now, maybe, and I'm going to guess most people did not hear her state of the state. But last night, we did get a copy of it. It was only her family. It was new Speaker Joe Shikachi, and it was also Senate President Dominic Ruggiero, the only ones in the chamber. Uh, incoming Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee was not there. But there was one line about the speech. It was, well, there were several lines, but one line that really jumped out at me. And I'm going to read a quote. And we also know that women have borne the brunt of this economic crisis. Women have lost jobs in record numbers. Women are disproportionately in the front lines as teachers, nurses, children, workers, caregivers, and moms have carried the load at home during the pandemic. You know, think of that. And wherever you're listing, I don't think you have to be. Um, I don't think this is a partisan issue, meaning it doesn't matter to me, I don't think, if you're a Republican or Democrat. But to somehow say that during this pandemic, women have suffered more than men. Now, it's one thing at the very end. You have her husband and son sitting there. And it was very emotional. And it was actually, it was kind of odd. It was kind of sad. Governor Mundo was very worked up. The, the, the moment was not lost on her that she is leaving for Washington unless something dramatic changes. <coughs> and somehow she's denied to be the, the Commerce Secretary, although the vote doesn't seem like it's going to happen right away. It doesn't seem, but, you know, it's, it's fluid. So it could happen today or tomorrow. But next week, starting Monday, is the impeachment trial. But it's one thing at the end. She said when she needed advice, she spoke to her sister, her mother, and her daughter. What, what, I, is the perspective of the first gentleman unimportant? Is the perspective of her son unimportant? You know, this, this gender focus, it, it has been the entire time, as you know, and there, there's members of the media that love this, by the way. There were times that up on the stage, at one time during the, the uh, pandemic, you had uh, Margie O'Brien, who was filtering the questions to the governor, one female. You have the governor, two. You have Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott, three. And then you even had uh, Education Commissioner Afonte Green, four. And there were some people like, this is so unbelievable. Girl power. Four women on the stage. But to say, it's one thing if she wants to do that in her own life. It's one thing if she wants. First of all, I find that hard to believe. I mean, we saw the first gentleman at Easter time and something else with the kids. I mean, he seemed highly likable. He's a very intelligent guy. He's a very successful guy. I don't know why you wouldn't bounce it off him. But somehow this message. And what about her son? Little Tommy. He's the one that's always been out with her on the campaign trail. Certainly was for 2018. We didn't see young Cece. But it's one thing if she wants to say within her nucleus. She is a brother. No, he was of no use to her. Her dad passed away. And then, you know, so her mother, sister. But to, to then say women have borne the brunt of the economic crisis. What, what about, first of all, I mentioned yesterday there's been a terrible problem with teen suicide. And in the state of Illinois, state of Illinois, five people, five children under the age of 18 have died from COVID since this started. In the entire state of Illinois, five People under the age of 18 have died of COVID. Now, we don't know if they have underlying illnesses, but we also know that 30 people under the age of 18 have committed suicide. So this whole business of the lockdown and just the isolation, one was a straight-A student, great football player. The kid was decimated, his identity lost, not being in school with his friends, not being on the football field, and he took his own life. And his father did a very dramatic interview on Fox and Friends yesterday. And to say that somehow that that young man and his family haven't been impacted, I, I find it, 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 it is, it's insulting is what it is. So when you have that people have lost parents, people have lost grandparents 
siblings, neighbors, friends, to somehow say that that has hit one group, whatever group that is more than another, is completely unfair and not what's been going on. How can you say something like that? So if you have two children and their their parents die from COVID, is that supposed to mean that somehow it affects the, the, the girl more than the boy? Is this the thing that, I mean, one of the things I've said is it's, it's okay not to be okay during this, and especially for young men. Now, it's one thing during this entire time that Governor Raimondo's been the governor, the girls only governor for a day contest. Well, New Hampshire, they had a governor for the day contest. You know, the winner was a little fifth grade boy, and he talked about depression and isolation. And this wonderful little fifth grade beautiful boy talked about how he's trying to set up a, a, a peer system and mentoring and draw awareness to it. Is his life less important than a little fifth grade girl? Women have borne the brunt of the economic crisis. Women have lost jobs in record numbers. Women are disproportionately on the front lines as teachers, nurses, childcare workers, caregivers, and moms have carried the load at home during the pandemic. That is so insulting to every male that has had to deal with this crisis. Somehow, you know, I, I hate this type of gender politics, that one group is suffering more than others. There have been suicides of young boys. There have been men that have had family members die during this crisis. There are men that have lost their jobs, men that have lost their businesses, boys that have lost the opportunity to play sports, boys that have lost the opportunity to go on their first date and go to a prom and not be around their friends at school, boys that have seen their parents die, boys that have seen their grandmother die. Women have borne the brunt of the economic crisis. Like, how do you even say something like that? What are the, see, is, is this the old thing that somehow boys and men are supposed to what? Keep the stiff upper lip? You have young men committing suicide from depression of this. And the outgoing governor with this gender politics, women have borne the brunt of the economic, excuse me. Everyone has borne the brunt of this. Everyone have lost jobs. You have plenty of people on the front lines. Teachers, nurses, childcare workers, caregivers. How about doctors? Is, are we to believe that somehow Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott has suffered more than Dr. McDonald? Moms have carried the load at home during the pandemic. What about dads that have lost their jobs and businesses or loved ones? Why is this even being highlighted? You know, I, I have a pretty good sense of humor. And folks, again, good afternoon at 1219. What is the message here? Where is the end of this gender politics? Women have borne the brunt of the economic crisis. What, what I take exception with is it's stated as a fact. It's not even stated <clears throat> such as, in my opinion, women have borne the brunt of this. Somehow. So in high school, young girls have suffered more through the pandemic than young boys. You know, this is like beyond gender stereotyping. This is almost if you're a young boy, you're not supposed to cry. If you're a young boy, you know, you're not supposed to have feelings. It's the young girls that really have been hit hard by this. This is the same crowd, by the way, that support the Biden administration that are saying that if you're a 17-year-old boy and you grow your hair long and instead of being named uh, Jimmy, you change your name to Janine and say from now on, check the box saying, I now identify as female, boom, you can get a track scholarship instead of a young girl that's worked at it. Women have borne the brunt of this economic crisis. <sighs> wow. You know, I... I um. I see a lot of men that have died from COVID. I see a lot of men. Why, why is this being broken into gender? Women have lost. Can we break this down? How do we take it into instead of men and women? How about boys and girls? Moms have carried the load at home during the pandemic. Excuse me. Who was running the Ramundo household during the pandemic? When you were doing press conferences seven days a week in this emergency... 
Who was making sure that those young children were fed, were in school, that they were okay with everything they were being denied? Are we to believe that the first gentleman was not carrying the load during the pandemic? Where does this end? What is the point of these gender politics? You know, we hear this a lot. And this also goes into where they're saying, you know, the people of Central Falls are going to get the vaccine first because the Latino community has suffered more than anyone. You know, I, I believe as someone that has followed this, I don't see the virus. The virus seems immune to the fact of who it strikes. It's contagious. It can the virus who can catch the virus? Someone who's white, someone who's black, someone Latino, someone who's Native American, young, old, German, Japanese, Asian. This whole notion that some people are suffering worse than others, and especially women and girls are suffering more than boys. You know, that is such a detrimental negative stereotype that plays upon this feeling that young boys have to keep a step up a lip. Young boys, you know, boy, you don't cry. You keep it inside. You're lonely. You're isolated. You're depressed. You are frustrated. You have all these feelings that you can't even begin to try to express it. There's no teacher or person you can talk to. But the girl, she has it worse. I, I just, it, it's so, and again, at the end, if the governor wants to say in her own circle and world that her husband was no help to her, that her brother was no help to her, that her late father that she praised early in the speech, oh, granted, he passed away, but many people prayed to like an older, none of those people were of help to her. That's, that's her business, who she goes to her circle. So, but I, I think that needs to be called out. And it's funny, I don't see it being reported a lot. But I, and I don't understand why it wouldn't be reported a lot. Because, you know, as I was putting out and tweeting last night, if we switch some of the words here. So she has women aboard the brunt of this economic crisis. Why don't we put in, what if this was the first well, no, Bruce Sunland was Jewish, a Jewish governor. We know that Jewish people have borne the brunt of the economic crisis. Jews have lost jobs in record numbers. Jews are disproportionate on the front lines as teachers, nurses, and, ma- and Jews have carried the load. Like, why are we breaking this out into any groups? And at the very end, when she gave the whole thing of, I want to now just talk to the women. I'm not going to be the first one to say it, but it shouldn't be lost on people. Again, if this was someone who said, at this point, I really just want to talk to the black people out there. I really just want to talk to the Latino Rhode Islanders. You know what? I, I really now, at the very end, I just have a message for the men out there. I just have a message. When Mayor Fung left office, he didn't say, now I just, I just have a message for the other Asian people of Cranston. I, I didn't hear that. My God, the gender politics on display and i think what really brought it out for me and again folks good afternoon at 12 24 it's john DePietro. if you're watching we have the live stream up on facebook we have a temporary page and it's jdri radio for those that are watching if you would share it other people will find it it's not permanent we should be fine for protest season starting uh, next month but just for now i i don't hear a lot of that um there is this thing sometimes that people do a lot of cheering of that in the media, the girl power thing. Isn't this great? There are four women that are covering the White House. But I think where it breaks off, if you want to do that, it's, you know, whatever. I don't know what to make of that. I think you want to go with the best possible person. But there's some people that love that. There are some reporters that will be coming in later. One of them put that, uh, that they were here amongst a sea of men. Her and Dr. Scott were holding down the fort amongst a sea of men as if Channel 10 shouldn't be sending Brian Crandall and uh, the journal shouldn't be sending a male reporter and uh, Hummel should, I don't know, send a female from the Hummel report. But but this sea of men and, and this whole that's one thing. But I think where it breaks off is we have to be very conscious of what this does to boys and the effect that this whole pandemic has had on young men who at 16 or 17, won't be able to go, go to a prom, have been, not, been denied, you know, meeting people outside their immediate family, didn't have that moment to shine 
whether it be on the basketball court or the football field. And again, I'm not saying that that didn't happen to young women. I think it's affected everyone across the board. I'm just very disappointed to hear that the pandemic is being broken down into some have been affected by it more than others and worse than others. Um, that that is um, that number one. It's not true, but to have that perspective, I just wonder. So so what does that mean? So I guess with the vaccine, would it be okay if older men die, women get the vaccine? Maybe we should just make it women get the vaccine. Men, you can wait. So destructive. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by competition shooting supplies, firearms, ammunition. Stop it and see John Francis now. Many of you may have firearms that you don't need. Maybe you have, you know, 10 guns and you don't need five of them or four of them. It's a seller's market. He'll pay good money for them or you could sell them on consignment. Competition shooting supply. Stop it and see him. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Or you can call him at 727-1716. 727-1716. Competition shooting supplies. Now also, folks, make sure you visit the website, depetro.com. We have the story up that I, I, if the Rhode Island Republican Party is going to do anything about this senator who's riding around with an unregistered car in an out-of-state license plate. Uh, the 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 time sensitiveness of the story evaporates today at 5 o'clock. The Journal did a story on it yesterday. If you're the Rhode Island Republican Party, you have four hours to come out with a press release. Or forget it. Then you hit Friday and next week's impeachment weekend, you hit the weekend. So I guess maybe do they think it's okay? So a state senator gets in a car accident, has an unregistered car in an out-of-state uh, license, and in the Rhode Island Republican Party, the clock is ticking now. I've been in touch with them. You're going to do anything, release it now. Oh, you're going to do it on Saturday? Yeah, like that's going to matter. Oh, you're going to do it on a Friday. It's called the Friday dump. You have a very short window here to do anything about it. But I have the story up about it at the website, depetro.com, which is sponsored by Relax Souls, S-O-L-E-S. Relax Souls Reflexology, Lisa Wood. Now, if you're stressed out, and by the way, everybody's stressed out. Hi there, Cheryl Land. Call or text Lisa Wood at 401-742-6621. This is different than massage because it works from the inside out. And reflexology is the pressure on your hands and feet that really work and stimulate the entire body. So there's a direct link at my website, depetro.com, where I have the story up on Senator Mack. But on top of that, thank you, Joanna. Um, But it's healing from inside out. It boosts the immune function. Lisa Wood, she can also help you with different pains. Now, here's, folks, and again, right now it's 1229. Good afternoon. It's John DePetro. In case you're just getting in the car, I am coming to you from inside Veterans Auditorium. We're coming up. uh, I am uh, the first one of the member of the media here. Um, where this will be the press briefing today, where I believe we're going to have Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, and we're also going to have Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott. Now, one of the things that I do want to ask them about, so I think I I did cover, the answer is we don't know when they're in fact going to, um, when this shift of power is going to be. Governor Mundo right now has to wait to find out exactly when there's going to be a full Senate vote. The entire Senate votes on her nomination. So it could, I, I, I've not heard it's going to be today, but it would either be today or tomorrow. If not, it could get pushed back to the week of the 22nd. So it sounds now as though the Republicans in the Senate are using the Biden confirmation hearings almost as a negotiating chip with the Democrats. But something that I want to ask about, and I give Channel 10 credit for it, as criticism mounts, Rhode Island officials defend effort to vaccinate older population. A recent New York Times write-up called Rhode Island the holdout. Think of this, saying every other state has been quicker to get shots in older individual arms. New York Times says Rhode Island is the holdout. Every other state dead last. Now, I don't know the answer to that. Is that because we've had a governor that's been focused on other things? I'm not sure. But that needs to change. And that needs to change uh, rapidly and quickly. And by the way, that should change for everyone. That should change for men that need the vaccine. Not just women that have bore the brunt of the crisis. The women that have been affected the most, the young girls that have been affected more than the boys, the young 
girls in high school that have been affected much more than the boys in high school. The young women in college that have been affected much more. The older women that have died a much more painful death from COVID than the men. The, the women that have suffered death. The women that have suffered from COVID. The men have been immune from this. The boys have been immune from this, according to the state of the state. It is so outrageous to make a statement like that. So I'll tell you, folks, at this point, I really think that, and this could go on now for a couple of weeks, I think Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee has a tremendous opportunity because he has a completely different approach. Uh, change is necessary at this point. He will, uh, he'll be able to run his own show and he will be able to lead. It's going to take him a little while. People need to be patient. He's not in yet. So far, he's been, he's been very diplomatic. He's been very gracious. He was on the stage. He had nothing but praise for Governor Amundo. He, you know, we're going to find out later. It has certainly not been easy for him, but he has uh, been very diplomatic about it and, and tried to do the right thing. And, and, uh, and he, there's nothing more he can do. He's waiting. He's prepared. But aside from that, he, there's, there is nothing he can do. He has to wait until Governor Amundo gets her um, confirmation passed by the entire Senate. In the meantime... We are, everybody's in a waiting pattern. He's named his transition team. I will say he seemingly has moved very quickly and seems to be in a position to move much quicker. But I, I would be curious to find out uh, that comment from last night that it's, it's just how much more of this. Now, again, I know it was I believe it was her final speech and she's not going to talk to the media from here on out. She's just not. She's going to communicate. She did this a snow video the other day. But um but that would be a question maybe at another time. And I know it would then be parsed, but that was um, to set up some kind of message. Folks, right now at 1233 on this Thursday, I want to uh, remind you that if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. 401-710-7096. Ryan's Appliance Repair repairs on all makes and models of appliances, whether it is a washing machine, a dryer, whether it's a refrigerator, a stove, or an oven, Ryan's Appliance Repair. Now, if you are listing right now and you have a dryer or a washing machine or an oven, any appliance, and it's not working properly, call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor, and senior citizens' discounts are available. I've had Ryan into my home. He fixes things like that. Folks, you'd be surprised the homes he's been into, and he's repaired appliances. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. If you're listing on this Thursday at 1234, and maybe it's on 99.9 FM or AM 1380 or online at the website, petro.com, and you're saying... You know, my washing machine, there's something wrong with the washing machine. Or the dryer's making a funny sound. Or the ice machine in the refrigerator's not working. Call Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Excuse me. Now, remember, if you want to get in touch with me, if you have a question that you would like me to ask, if you want to get in touch with me, please go to the website, petro.com, which is sponsored by Allstate Lock, residential, commercial, car keys, security cameras, experts in locking systems and building security, Allstate Lock. Call them 401-349-0042 or online at allstatelock.com. Folks, it's Sean DePietro. That is, um, you know, I also want to just highlight that think, things have things have got to change right now. And if you're listening right now at 1235 on this Thursday and you're frustrated and angry with the way that things are going, you're, you're not alone. You know, the um, the way that all um, the way that. Trump supporters are being depicted is really despicable. And the narrative that they're trying to push forward, which as I've been talking about, is they're trying to make that what happened on January 6th a race situation, which it wasn't. And also that everyone there was white supremacist. This is all done by design. That if you were there, 
that if you were there at the Capitol, you're a white supremacist. If you are friendly with a Trump supporter, well, then you're a, you're a white supremacist because you're friendly with the white supremacist. But where the, the, the media really should be called out is what happened on Monday night of this week and on Tuesday as they allowed a pathological liar like AOC. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was given big billing on the Today Show and huge billing on Good Morning America. And she posted that one-hour pack of lies, fabricated story, making it up as she went along, crying. That was given, you know, the big play with Brian Williams. He has that, the 11th hour, whatever it is, and how brave she was. My God, how dramatic. The next day on today's show, that Craig Melvin, the rest of them, my God, she almost died. You know, they played the clip. She was like, it was bang, bang, bang. And where is she? Where is she? And then they cut away from that. And then we found out yesterday. I'm glad somebody called her out on it. It was all a lie. She was, wasn't even in the Capitol. You know, my friends used to joke when someone would tell a good story. And the joke was another great story ruined by an eyewitness. And that's what happened to AOC. You know, complete liar. How did she say, I am a survivor? And as I was in that bathroom a half a mile away from the Capitol... There were no protesters in her building. She was never in danger. There was no reason to hide in the bathroom. Nothing. All fabricated. All made up. She did that because she, she was first saying, Ted Cruz tried to have, them, have me murdered. See, she wants to be a martyr. They love being the victim. That's a big part of the whole thing of that MO of that crowd. They love being the victim. You know, we saw that with the U2. Excuse me, when the Me Too movement came out. Remember that representative Tansy out of nowhere? Well, that, that happened to me, too. I'm also a victim. People hugging her, crying. She's so brave. She, they love the word brave. AOC, see, I'm also a survivor. Now, she also said, I don't know what to make of that. If she lied about that, I think it's fair to say, was she also lying? Was she just threw out? See, I'm a survivor. She said she was assaulted. I'm a survivor is what she said. Very dramatic. But the Today Show, I picked up on that right away. They showed that. They didn't show the clip where she learned that the person yelling, where is she, was a Capitol Police officer. But then that wasn't enough. See, he ruined it. She wanted it to be one of the protesters. When she learned that it was a member of the Capitol Police, AOC said, but I didn't know if he was there to help me or hurt me. The real thing was he ruined her story. When she heard there was someone yelling, where is she, she wanted it to be the guy with the horns, right, in the painted face. That's what she wanted. She wanted it to be one of that crowd. It wasn't. It was Capitol Police. You know why she wasn't in danger? She was a half mile from where it was going on. All fabricated. And I love that there's a Republican rep whose office is two doors down. Said she, her office is two down from me. We were never in danger. They never came into our building. Whole thing fabricated. My point. The media ran her story, AOC, unedited, unchecked. Never checked it. Nope. If she said it, then it happened. If she said it, then it happened. And people wonder why people get frustrated with the media. And they wonder why there isn't a trust, a mistrust of the media. The Today Show had that clip, and then they even had to delete the tweet, which they normally don't do. This is Mike Cunningham. He's found us. Just despicable, folks. Really despicable. Hey, I want to remind you, it's a nice day out, by the way. It's 40 degrees, and whatever you're doing, why not take a ride over and see my friends at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. There's Dana, Ron, and Melissa, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. You can find them on Facebook. But it's Ron and Melissa at Ron's Pastry Gourmet, where they have absolutely uh, delicious sausage and pepper, and eggplant and meatball calzones, buffalo chicken calzones, Philly cheesesteak calzones, pepperoni and cheese calzones. Uh, they have the old pizza strips, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, cannolis, brownies, everything baked fresh daily. Stop in and see them, Ron and Melissa, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Well, it's 1240. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you're, you want to get in touch with me, go to the website, DePietro.com, DePietro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And right at the top, you'll see Contact John. Now, I also just want to quickly remind you, so they're doing a mic check here. Coming up, we're going to carry it. One o'clock is the briefing. Dr. Alexander Scott, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee, Rhode Island right now has been ranked dead last for the vaccine. There's something wrong. They need to change it. We're the smallest state. 
rolling out the vaccine should be the easiest. Other states should be saying, well, of course, Rhode Island's number one. They're the smallest state. Instead, we're last, much like our business. We're last. But I want to remind you that there's a lot of snow and ice that is melting. If, in fact, you're in an accident, four words, West Fountain Auto Body, West Fountain Auto Body. Stop it and see them. 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Did someone hit your vehicle? Do you know of someone that was in an accident? And they need to get their their vehicle repaired. Tell them to call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Now, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo is not expected here at the briefing. She's not expected. Uh, but that line, but as, but and we also know that women have borne the brunt of this economic crisis, decided to turn the pandemic into a gender issue. That is, you know, I haven't heard that. I've got to admit, I had not heard that prior to this. I haven't, I haven't heard that. I've seen the the whole thing that it's affected, you know, the people uh, black and brown. They like to say in Providence and Central Falls, they've been affected by it much more. They also say that um, they like to say, you know, well, it's uh, you at uh, that Rep Williams trying to say that anyone getting the vaccine was another example of white privilege, whatever that's supposed to mean. Well, if people on a hospital board are getting the vaccine, that's another example of white privilege. As we keep hearing about um, the fact that, uh, yeah, forever grateful. And Governor Mundo even, I think that white outfit was the whole, they remember it was a year ago, all the women wore the white, or was that two years ago? Now I can't even keep track. Like her last public speech as governor, she did thank the people of Rhode Island. It did seem, you know, part of me, I was watching it and being supportive uh, for the most part until she got into the whole thing of like that it's affected women more than men. Because you go into gender and then you could easily just say that. So in other words, you're saying that the pandemic has also affected girls more than boys. And I was just struck by the fact that uh, if you saw it, the amount of teen suicides that are on the rise, the young men that have uh, completely thrown off their identity, who they are. You have young people, young boys and girls that are dealing with uh, depression and isolation. And to try to somehow say that that just affects uh, girls more than boys. I was really surprised at that. And we also know that that's, that's also not the truth. I mean, it's, it's affected everyone. I mean, that is the thing about COVID is no one's been immune from it. Everyone's had to deal with it. Um, Everyone basically knows someone that has, uh, or at this point, known someone that's died from it. Hi there, Nancy. So now CVS will start offering vaccines in Rhode Island on Sunday. Once again, CVS to the rescue. Ramundo bids farewell in state of the state address. You know, and I don't even think the media is like, but again, she wasn't available for questions, so she couldn't be asked about it. But it was kind of a, um, listen, she she had the mic, she had the stage, and Governor Raimondo now has to just wait it out to find out when there's going to be her Senate confirmation hearing. And behind the scenes, there's there's definitely, we'll see if whether or not. Senator Ted Cruz or some of the Republicans in Congress start to make some waves about China. The thing that you get into now at 12, let's see, it's 1243. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Tracy Pellegrino. Uh, it's Juan right here. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. Who else did I want to mention? I shared on Facebook uh, let's see, Cranston, surplus provisions, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. They do have ammo and pepper spray and body armor and food storage. Stop it and see them. Surplus provisions. Stop it and see Tanya, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. Oh, I know. I wanted to mention uh, my friend Marie. It's my health. Now, listen, it's a nice day. Tomorrow's supposed to be nice. There's going to be some rain, which I don't mind coming in because it'll get rid of some of the snow. It's my health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. And call her at 305-3585. She's right across from Davenport Restaurant. Stop it and see Marie. She has tremendous vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products, 
like a kyberry, and she also has honey and maple syrup, 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. She also has hemp and CBD products, natural skincare, hair care products, essential oils. It's my health because it's your health. Stop in and see the Queen of Health, Marie. It's my health. You can tell her I sent you. I bet many of you have driven past the um, that uh, old white church. So what is up with Gina and the China Telecommunications Company? I haven't heard anything about that. Nothing. Um, it, it has to do with it is more what you have to realize. Any opposition, I believe, uh, Governor Amundo is towing the line. What she's being said, what she's being told to say, the Biden policy will be. So I just want to be really clear about this. The Senate, um, in, if, if they hold up her confirmation or stop making waves, you have to understand she's kind of along for the ride because she's not making the policy. So any dispute they have, it's really between the Biden, the Biden um, administration and um, and any any issues they have. She's not like enforcing the policy. You know, this is a job. Now, listen, it's tremendous, right? She has gotten out of committee. She is waiting to be confirmed by the full Senate. Make no mistake about it. But she'll be sworn in by the vice president of the United States. Uh, it is a, a it's, it's incredible. It really is. It's an incredible achievement. And it is something that she should feel good about and uh, something to be to be celebrated, considering uh, all the things that we've mentioned in the past. Rhode Island was ranked. Ted Cruz wasn't wrong. We are ranked 50th. Um, 50th CNBC in business. We are the smallest state. She did it, in fact, endorsed Mike Bloomberg. That's what makes the whole thing that she got it even that more incredible. But um, but when I say what I mean is she's kind of along for the ride because opposition that they may have, it's it's politics. If they're giving the Biden administration a tough time with business or within, I should say, the budget dealings. Where it's going to come out is in the confirmation. Now, she's also not the only one. So there's several confirmation hearings. There are several people that need to be confirmed that they have not confirmed yet. But um, she, at this point, it is out of her hands. And right now, unless something dramatic happens over the next 24 hours, it looks like it's going to be kicked back. Because on Monday, they start the impeachment trial with President Trump. We don't know where that's going to go. The next week, the week of the 15th, is President's Day week. And that I, that's also Ash Wednesday, that Wednesday. I believe that's the winter break in Congress. So the next week, that brings you to the final week of February, February 22nd. So her nomination, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, her nomination could actually get held up until the week of February 22nd. Now, if for whatever reason, more politics come into play and the Republicans in the Senate decide to uh, kind of use this as a delay tactic, that could happen as well. Now, we're going to break, take a break in 30 seconds. Again, folks, if you have a question that you'd like me to ask, please go to the website, petro.com and you just click on Contact John. It's right there on the right-hand side, and then you can get a hold of me. Again, it's John DePietro, AM 1380, 99.9 FM, coming to you from inside Veterans Auditorium. Coming up at 1 o'clock is the COVID briefing. Going to take a quick break right here. A lot more ahead. Stay tuned, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. The pandemic, social unrest, the State House and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website dePietro.com. This portion of the program. On this Thursday, brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Now, remember, if you're ever in an accident this time of year, a lot of snow and ice, if someone damages your vehicle or something happens, it's your fault, whatever happens, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. If you're ever in an accident, four words, West Fountain Auto Body. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. 
Call them first. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Repair your vehicle. Showroom-like condition. You can hear my voice. If you're ever in an accident, or maybe last night you know someone who was, family member, friend, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. It's Thursday. COVID briefing coming up, 1 o'clock. We're going to bring it to you. Other story, though, I want to touch on. This is really amazing how the media completely gave her a free platform. Monday night, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who's now being called hashtag Alexandra Ocasio-Smollett, did this very dramatic video. She was crying. She called herself a survivor. She was on Instagram. She thought she was going to die in the Capitol building. She had to hide in the bathroom. She could hear bang, bang, bang. Where is she? She said it. Was, the building was filled with white supremacists. I'll just cut to the chase. They all entered on, on Monday night. My goodness, she's so brave. The morning shows all ran it. It turns out she wasn't even in the building. AOC accused of exaggerating her near-death Capitol riot experience as revealed the office where she cowered was down the street untouched. She is getting pummeled online, and she should be. This is someone, as I've said, she is immature. She is a drama queen. She has this huge platform. She she does not deserve it. She is a dangerous individual, though. Make no mistake about that. She described hiding in the bathroom of her office. She claims while the mob was storming, they were more than almost a half a mile away. Thought she was going to die on January 6th. She described saying there was a white man in a black beanie yelling, where is she? I thought I would never have children. I thought I would die. It turns out it was a Capitol Police officer who had gone to get her to safety, but she didn't trust him. He was looking at her aggressively. Things weren't adding up. Maybe he was going to hand me a no. Ridiculous. No one near there. The Capitol cops that day were outnumbered by some 10,001. Of course, died after being hit in the head. She didn't know if the police were there to help her or harm her. Talk about exaggerating things. But the media completely went with this false story by AOC. You know, she got what she wanted out of it, which was she called herself a survivor. Are we to believe anything that she said that night, by the way? She also claimed, you know, I think you can make an argument. She's tearing up and crying. As Tucker Carlson said, the only subject she cares about is herself. There she is again. All she wants to talk about is herself. And this drama queen narrative, you know, as far as the media, it doesn't even matter whether or not it was true. The only thing that mattered to them was this gripping video where she's a survivor. And I didn't know if I was going to live or die. She wasn't even in the building during her near-death experience. Kind of tells you everything you need to know. The media... Now, if this had been the other way around, if this had been a Republican, we all know what would happen. It would have been nonstop. They'd still be going after the person. AFC accused of exaggerating her near-death experience. I am a survivor. I was hiding in the bathroom. I could hear them coming. to. No, there was no crowd coming toward you. You were basically almost a half a mile away. All fake. All made up. All drama. This whole story. The whole story that she has told, none of it true. You know, and she deserves uh, the pushback that she's getting. People like this need to be exposed. She was immediately called out how brave she was. Well, there was another congressperson two doors down said there was no one that ever stormed the hallway. Squad leader on defense. You know, see, this is the thing, though. She, She didn't know who else had been in the building, and it was gulp a Republican who was two doors down. So it's not like she would wander into the office of another Democrat and say, hey, were you here? I'm about to tell a story and um, I want to make sure that no one else can can, uh, you know, dis- discount my story. So but but she can't do that. So instead, she had to go on with this narrative that she was there. All right. We have a lot more ahead. Keep it tuned right here. This is the John DePietro show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install 
a natural gas high efficiency carrier infinity system the energy efficient quiet more affordable do you think if you think no gas hey guess what no problem let jkl engineering design and install a high efficiency heat pump system including ductless splits heats in the winter cools in the summer these units are so efficient reduce your oil bill by as much as 90 percent. they have the highest rebates in the market and they also do new installation and replacement of high efficiency gas boilers jkl is carry factory authorized dealer Licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved national grid BPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navian certified factory dealer called J.K.L. Sister replacement oil to gas or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call J.K.L. Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401-351-7600. J.K.L., they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system. What if it starts to get really cold? Call J.K.L. right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates are free. Financing is available. 401-351-7600. Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering. 401-351-7600. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle, whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle? West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident... First thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340.